Welcome to the Highly Educated Podcast. I am your co-host, Bambino, and with me today what, is... What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? This your boy, Coach. We back at it, y'all. We back at it. Giving y'all a little visual feel today. We're doing things a little different. You know what I'm saying? We still on Anchor, though, too, but we doing it in a visual way. How you feeling today, Bambino? Man, I'm feeling good, dog, because now, dog, Woo, we good. We learning this stuff now, man. How you feeling, baby? Hey, I'm ready to roll. Are you ready to roll? So, boom, we're going to get right to it. We ain't going to hold you, uh, hold the audience up. We're going to finish the crack documentary. Uh, crack part two. I've had a, a time to watch it. So now we finish our thoughts, our closing thoughts and all of that about the crack documentary so as we talked earlier man things we laid out boy we finna get them a headache today so what we left off at we let them we wanted them to see it so after seeing it i feel after we all know that contra uh quarantine was bush reagan bush and uh bill after we know that, okay, we know that. Now, when does everyone take accountability for that? I'm gonna take my accountability now. I dabbled in it. I hey, when I needed school books for college, boom, come home, blah, 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 boom, go back to school, get my get my school books. Everybody that has a, a crackhead or a smoker, booth, or whatever your terminology is for the drug use. And had somebody wash their car, clean their house, bought socks, radios, anything, TVs. So everyone has played a part of it. And that's why the government is still say they're innocent. Yeah, we did it. Y'all did more than what we done doing. That's how they feel and that's how they look at it. You tell me what you what you what you think. Hey, I think um very excellent point in bringing up that word accountability because if we start at the top and we look at the the government um (laughs) you know and in the documentary it even said that the director of the cia he went you know to a high school in that community in the uh compton you know community and was talking to him and you know answering questions and the summary or the takeaway from that was that it was very dismissive, um, n- not really admitting to anything directly. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds just like the government, you know. And uh, I think when we look at accountability, and we talked about this earlier, um, we look at where was the defense for the black community. You know what I mean? Where was the, and we talk about factions that had been created in the 60s, the community restoration and progress. You know what I mean? We talk about the Black Panther. You know what I mean? We talk about these groups and within a um, 10 year, 15, 20 year span, the radius has completely changed. You know what I mean? Of um, the visibility of them. You know what I mean? And then also um, the mission statement of a lot of these factions had changed. A lot of them were just trying to survive and stay alive, you know what I mean, and feed the, the family by any means necessary. 
And I mean, for me personally, I must say that, you know, I've seen it um, and, you know, I've had to, I've had to decide. Every person has to make that choice. What are you going to do with this? Are you going to walk past it or you go, and you know, I didn't walk past it. I, I, I myself, you know, also, you know, with a family member, you know, giving me the guidance, you know, I, I, I kind of tried to go that way and I seen quickly that wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Everything mm -hmm. is not for everybody. And that just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? As far as, you know, being around folk that, you know, doing things they shouldn't be doing. And yeah, you know, it makes money. You know what I mean? You make the money, you know, but um, what is it costing you? And everybody get addicted to something. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. everybody's caught up in what they get. Even the government. The government is getting you know what I mean? Getting, getting something out of it. They're getting the money out of it. So that ain't really. So I mean, I look at it and we examine it um, in hindsight, and we looking like, man, everybody was just caught up in that moment for what they could get. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take it this way. After you saw it, did you talk to any anybody of that age? So with me. You can say that's my age bracket for a lot of people I know. So I talked to a OG. I consider him an OG in that game. He said watching the documentary was like reliving his childhood and memories again. Or as like being in that game and uh, reminiscing on how much money he was getting in and how much money he was spending, how he would go out of town and blow this. You know, I uh, sat down and talked to him, man, and it was like watching the crack documentary again. Because you notice in the documentary, they show how when they show the map, they show how I left California and flooded the United States. And man, you know, I think about it. The way they said in the documentary, man, cops really weren't that big until about 91, 92. Boom, what happened in the documentary? Keep going, Bambino. I'm going to adjust my, uh, my, my video and light. Keep going, though. You go All right, on. but he was saying like how they killed the cop in New York. He said, man, we still didn't see no cops till like 90, 91, 92. But the guidance that wasn't there. That's what I look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's like when the young, the young books came in, they became kingpins and weren't listening to the old heads. But I remember watching a documentary on Bun B. And Bun B said, "You want to know the reason why the young, the youngins don't respect the old heads? Because the youngins remember when them old heads were selling dope to their mama." Goes back to your accountability. Tell me if you mm. talk to any old school cats about this doc. So, you know, it's funny, you know, the common things that we heard from folks that was around during that time. You know what I mean? And them mm. talking the language, it swept up. It was quick. It was a pandemic. It was, it was, uh, it was just, oh, it shook up everything. And we all heard the same things. We all heard about the expansion. Then we also heard about in this wonderful city, St. Louis, and, and in your wonderful cities you've visited and been to in the Midwest, we hear about 
folks having it before it was widely known. Mm. And we hear about the deceit. We hear about the deception, the murder, because the cats from here murdering the cats that taught them the game. Then uh -huh. you've got the gangs coming here. And everybody is saying the same thing. Everybody's saying, man, we was all caught up and we was all where we was at. And we talked about this early, remember? We talked about how certain key facts from 72, a black woman trying to run, you know, presidency yeah, of 88, a black man trying to run for presidency. Run, Jesse, run. Also, you know, we talk about also the Black Panthers being dismantled. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We talk about the Black Panthers being dismantled. And then we talk about all, the, all these other factions being torn apart and they, they ambitions being turned towards something else and it creates a whirlwind of war. And we see the aftermath of those effects now. Where are we at now, man? Talk to me, where are we at now with this? Where are we at right now is, no leadership that will spark a great movement in the young. I mean, we have Black Lives Matters right now, but let's just dive into, like, I'm a, I'm a documentarian, you know what I'm saying? I study dates a lot. Man, I took the crack documentary and watched the movie of uh, One Night in Miami when it was about four strong, black, powerful men. You had Malcolm X, you had Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Muhammad Ali. Yep. But, Ashes Clay. but when you started looking at dates, hmm, that was 1964. Six months after that, Sam Cooke did. Eight mm. months after that, not eight, nine months after that, Malcolm X is gone. Wow, wow. Hmm. 1966, I want to say 1966, they, uh, Jim Brown quits. I'm not getting my dates right, but I know it's 60, it's in 66 to 67, they take Muhammad Ali's belt. Hmm. And I going into the uh, military. But before you think of those dates, think about this, people. 1963, they killed Mega Evans. Hmm. 1968, Martin Luther King was gone. 1969, Fred Hampton was gone. 1989, they killed Huey P. Newton. Huey mm. P. Newton died. So, yeah, 72, you had Shirley Ch Chisholm running for uh, president. 88, you had uh, Run Jesse Run. But after that, who did you have? Doing the mm. camera. Who did you really mm. have? Mm. And I think it was all orchestrated you you know who we had and you know i said this earlier who we had thus began gangster rap now gangster rap. we have, we have these we had. visuals being presented to, to folks glorifying or telling stories however you may perceive it right mm -hmm. glorifying or as narratives or be telling stories or whatever it may be and then you have folks emulating and thinking yep. that you know the upsides or the rewards that you're hearing about is just all of it and it's not and i think in a lot of cities in the early 90s and particularly in st louis you see it all come to just it, it comes to pass it starts to erupt everything well, is is you know what i mean early well 90s, since you said hip-hop hmm. right since you said rap right gangster rap and you talked about how the killing started in the in the dope game, right? 
how yeah. the people who turned them on was getting killed. Man, y'all better listen to, listen to me. Ice Cube have a song called My Summer Vacation. It starts off. Ding, ding. Flight to St. Louis. In that song, he, he says, oh, my man G, he's a goner black. St. Louis niggas want their corner back. Hmm. Hmm. Can you just say the violence kicked over? People mm. who got turned on was being body bagged. Man. Mm. Uh, Rick James said cocaine was a hell of a drug. Crack was a hell of a downfall then. Well, because, hey, hey, let's look at this. If cocaine is a hell of a drug, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's crack sister. That's crack brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. crack is related to cocaine. They is they is siblings. And yeah, they siblings. When 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 you put something somewhere and somebody starts getting money, the mm -hmm. next person look like I could do that too. Pretty True. soon you got the atmosphere of intimidation, yeah. of 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 capitalism at its finest. Everybody's trying to get that money, but mm -hmm. then you got damage being done to the families, to those that are pushing it. And the government, I'm going to say again, it all starts at the top because these places aren't producing these things. These things are coming in there. And those residents that are in that area where it hit initially, they are not patrolling the borders and they do not have the powers of the politicians and you know what somebody said to me yesterday or maybe it was today they said you know what it's crazy all these things that we know in the past what 20 25 years from now will we learn about what's going on right now and be like oh my goodness we never knew that because we talked hey, about this right. earlier a little bit but the opioid the opioid crisis right now, we know what that looks like when you see a commercial. We know what that looks mm -hmm. like when you see ads for treatment and stuff. We know who you see. Now, yeah. let's take a look back and look at the 80s. When you see media images of crack, what do you see? What yep. neighborhoods do you see? You don't see Beverly Hills. Inner cities. You know, and it's, uh, man, it's tragic. Because it's very that, tragic. It's very tragic. Just like the lady said, just like the lady said in the documentary. Said it's, it's heartbreaking to watch them treat the opioid opioid crisis with rehabilitation for uh for as drug rehab. But when she was on crack for all those years, she just was going to jail. They was arresting users and the dealers how you gonna arrest both they don't look at using crack as the drug they use it as crack was the crime period but if i pop these uh these muscle relaxers oh i'm good but you pop 40 of them things you gone hey oh question. he had a Who problem muscle with relaxers again all right Question, who makes all those pills and stuff again, those muscle relaxers? The pharmaceutical companies, right? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
Same people, same people I say told them what Coke could do too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you don't watch everything, then you start watching these documentaries, man. You start looking like, dang, yeah, I remember some of that. Yeah, I remember some of that. But like you say, in hindsight, when this generation see their documentary, <laughs> boy, like like Dipset said, like Cameron said, oh boy. Well, because it looks like folks have not learned. Um, I can compare, and they're not the same things, but I can compare this COVID thing going on right now. We'll just stick to drugs. I'll just I'll compare this opioid thing with, like I said, the um, the the crack era because right now it's a lot of people dying. Um, the potency of a new thing called fentanyl, you know, has really changed the game. And fentanyl is very dangerous and very lethal. And um, yeah, it is. It is. You know, I, I liken to compare and contrast that with, like I said, the crack, the freebasing. And at that time, um, you know, the the decade of the '80s to watch that drug grow and get momentum, and it got to the point to where it takes officers being shot shot up not just shot car swiss cheese you know what i mean it takes those things happening just like remember south beach in miami when all those drug dealers when america started finding out they were all them all them cocaine cowboys was down there and that's you know, how the city of miami got built come on now come on now and and they what is it gonna cocaine take? <laughs> they looked at cocaine as improving the economy and they looked at crack as destroying a well you know why because of the communities communities accessibility and that is adversely affecting that cocaine wasn't readily accessible to african americans you know what i'm saying but and, but but t remember this from the documentary remember two-thirds of all the users were white for the crack yes and yeah. i think the crack the crack allowed the common person to get it. Don't get yeah. it wrong. Cocaine is a socialite elite yeah. drug. It's not, it's not nothing that you could say a dirty person would do or nothing like that. And I don't mean as a dirty person. Let me just say socioeconomically, like those at the lower ranks. Mm -hmm. You commonly find those at the lower ranks doing drugs that are cheaper, more accessible. And um, you know, that's what that true that crack true. Did, man. You know, that crack really it brought it down to where everybody could be a rock star. Now you could party too, but it's so addictive and so short, just like cocaine is. Let's be honest. They're both addictive in a short lived high. You know what I'm saying? And you know, folks get that in there, man. And they tow up everything, man. You know, everything got towed up, man. Hey, but see, that's how, that's how life is. And it's gonna continue because I guarantee you, there's another one right after this opioid. It's gonna be another. It's gonna be another. It's gonna sweep the that's nation. That's true. We don't know what we don't know what is coming ahead 
but but what's coming ahead? New challenges, new controversy, new. I mean, I think the filmmakers that you know created this, I think they did. They do justice. They did. They sought out and accomplished what they was trying to do. Um, you know, America got to really look at the top, and America got to take accountability for what you're doing. You fighting a whole nother war in another country. When the folks yeah. in your backyard that helped build your country are suffering and dying, and we still see that now. Yeah, you go, man, it's like this. Better stay prayed up. Better stay focused. Better keep better, better. Start reading more, getting educated on really what's going on. We didn't put this... Uh, highly educated podcast together on a humbug. Really looking at two highly educated uh, young black males, well, middle aged and young black male. <laughs> and, See, y'all uh, like to say I'm young, man, but them 30s hurt. Hey, I told you, boy, them dirty 30s. But listen, you them dirty 30s will, but people, we, we not talking out the side of our, out the side of our neck. We speaking real. On this one real note, we want we want our listeners or viewers, all y'all, watch the document, watch the movie One Night in Miami. Then Please. watch any documentary that they have on them four young on them four men, and just watch dates. Then go to other dates for other people that was in that same era, and just watch, watch and learn something. Um. I remember watching uh, Eddie Griffin. He said, read, learn something. It's not a crime yet. It's not mm. a crime yet. Mm. Learn something. And uh, I'm going to just end my whole segment with the closing right here, and then you can do yours, uh, Coach. Uh, in closing, I want to thank everyone, you know, from uh, our listeners, our viewers, for uh, being patient with us while we while we do our our other job, our real job, and our mentorship with our males that we that we speak with, and um, I want to thank the OG that I was speaking with. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. I'm just going to give his initials. KC, appreciate the talk. Like I say, I want to talk to you some more, and I hope you allow me to do that with you. But please, people, get highly educated. Turn it over to you, Coach. Hey, GED, get your education. Daily, man. You know, uh, like like uh, Bambino was saying, you know, we just want to continue to say thank you to everybody that is out here listening, um, creating conversation, um, and that's just what we we chose and wanted the the mission statement to be with this. You know, we wanted to do something different. Um, we wanted to talk about topics that uh, we feel need to be brought to light. We feel like we need to start a discussion and it only, it does not end the discussion, people. It, it, it's, it's called create a plan and execute. You know what I mean? And if, if we don't execute and we have a misfire or a mishap, we get back to it. We try again. And that's what we do every episode, y'all. We really appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for bearing with us because, you know, we all got a lot going on and it takes a lot to be able to link up and fully be able to give our undivided and give y'all what y'all need, which is them conversation starters. 
you know, and that's what we do here. And we appreciate y'all. Hey, get your GED, man. Get educated, all right? Highly educated. We appreciate y'all. Coach signing out. Signing out. Peace, Coach. I'll let you. Peace. You already know what it is. Peace. All right. That's part two of the Crack documentary. I'm your boy Bambino. I want to say have a good one.